I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, puretalk.com slash clay to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Tuesday edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Buck, I couldn't I couldn't help but laugh. Yesterday evening, when just as the Republicans are officially voting on all the rules and taking control of the House. News breaks that Joe Biden, the man that Barack Obama once memorably said, don't underestimate Joe's ability to blank things up. Joe Biden effectively torpedoed his own attorney general's investigation into Donald Trump's classified documents while, wait for it, having his own inappropriately stored, illegally controlled, classified document scandal. Uh, This became aware, according to the media reports, on November 2nd, before the midterm elections. It was covered up, so we did not know about it until yesterday evening. And I just want to play this cut for you from, I believe it was September, of Joe Biden being interviewed and explaining to everyone that it was indefensible for anyone to ever have classified documents. This was on 60 Minutes, our good friend Joe Biden stepping right into it. Enjoy. When you saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago, What did you think to yourself, looking at that image? How that could possibly happen. How anyone could be that irresponsible. And I thought, what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods? By that, I mean names of people who helped, et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible. 
I mean, come on, man, not a joke. Basically, could have just, you know, we could have gotten invaded by the Icelanders or something based on the the scribbles on the napkin, man. This buck, it's funny because it's so Joe Biden-esque and also because it puts all of those media histrionics. Remember, like, Michael Beschloss was like, Oh, this is a, basically like a, you, you should be executed for yes, this. Yes, treason. Right? Like, the, the, the lunatic brigades came out in full force on this issue. And remember, Clay, so now this is the second time we've gone through this because initially with Hillary, it was, come on, not her fault, a little classified here and there, no big deal. And then it's, oh, my gosh, they found documents at Mar-a-Lago. Trump is literally worse than Hitler and so irresponsible. And then it's... Oh, yeah, they created some fake think tank at a university for Biden, and there was classified. By the way, I know the classification system. This was classified, classified. It was TSSEI, Top Secret, Secret Compartmented Information, which is based upon the source derivation. That's how they decide what the classification is, right? People often wonder, why is something secret versus top secret versus compartmented uh, or confidential? And there's other much, much lower uh, levels. I mean, confidential is like, I had a sandwich yesterday when you work in the CIA. The, the confidential is pretty much a joke. But TSSEI is real stuff, and they're acting like this is, this is no big deal. Well, it actually, it either is or it isn't, right? I mean, yeah. this is the, this is the point we get to where you see the hypocrisy laid bare. But Clay, my theory on how they're going to play the documents, uh, or rather the special counsel investigation at this point is it's going to be very much like Russia collusion. Russia collusion, unless you were an abject moron who worshipped at the church of MSNBC, uh, you understood, right? People understood that Russia collusion was not a real thing. But then it turned into the obstruction of the investigation into the fake Russia collusion. I think the only play here for the Jack Smith special counsel is going to be, oh, it wasn't that he just had some classified there. Because, again, the chain of custody issue to tr- Trump, it's not like Trump had it in his back pocket. They're going to say the obstruction of the investigation into the mishandling of the classified. That's the real. And to us, that's crazy. But if you watch enough CNN, it's defending the republic. I understand that argument. I think this personally, I think this ends any kind of prosecution that can happen for classified documents. Because I think it is going to we don't know how many classified documents Biden has. But when you combine it with Biden and Hillary both having their own classified document scandal of some sort now, I think that cancels out Trump. I think they may still try to get him on some sort of January 6th related charge. And I I don't know what the heck that would look like. Uh, But I think this I, I really think this is such a screw up by Biden that it takes the classified charges off the table for Trump. So, was he, and, but you think they won't do? They won't try to keep the investigation going based on uh, obstruction. I think he'll come out uh, over this classified documents, Merrick Garland, that is, and sort of wag his finger about how inappropriate it was and how it. You may be able to make a case for illegality, but the fact that Biden has now done it himself, and I imagine they're going to have to put their own special counsel on the Biden investigation uh, is just, I'm laughing because it's just so utterly incompetent. But, but they're not, they're not going to, I mean, you notice there's a, there's a very clear pattern. The Democrats never get special counsels to look into their stuff, right? I, I mean, I the think most, that, 
No, there will there will no there is no chance Merrick Garland does a special counsel about this for Joe Biden. There's no way. I think way. he will. I think he will. And I think uh, he'll have to I, do I, it. I don't know how many stick bets we're going to rack up here, I, but I, there's rack no up way. I think he will because I think the pressure from the House Republicans is going to be so significant that Merrick Garland can't conduct this investigation on, on his but, own. But they're going to say there's no investigation. They know what happened. There were some documents. They returned them right away. It was an oopsie. And then they're going to say, and I hate making the argument for the other side. Yeah, because yeah. No, it's I my, think it's important. Because I mean, it's, it's my important voice. think about how they're going to play. Right. It's, it's my match. voice, like, running their playbooks. I know people are like, yeah. why is Buck saying this? Because I know how these lunatics think. I know what they're going to do. They're going to say, oh, but it wasn't just that there was classified. It's that there was... Super secret nuclear, you know, secret squirrel classified and that Trump wouldn't give it back right away and that he obstructed and he lied. You know, they're, they're going to play that game for a little while. Um, and, but on this one, they're going to say there's no need for a special counsel because there's no additional investigation needed because they handed the documents back right away. So I, I by the way, I agree with you that this neutralizes the, or I should say this should neutralize any charge against Trump for mishandling classified, but I never thought and, you know, we had Andy McCarthy on to think about this one months ago. He, It was never going to be the classified mishandling. It was going to be the obstruction and the investigation of it that, that they were going to get him on. Do you think you think that goes away, too, I think, now entirely? I think it's going to be just so hard to – I always try to take a step back and think, okay, let's pretend that you're trying to explain this to a jury. It's really difficult, I think, to explain why Hillary and Biden are able to have classified documents and there's no issues, particularly with Hillary, even as it comes to obstruction. And then, but for Trump to have it, it's unacceptable. I think your average person out there just thinks, oh, all politicians do this now and this is just messy, right? And and I think that's hard. That's a hard hurdle to get over if you're Merrick Garland. I would love Buck to have seen his reaction when he was notified that Biden had illegal documents. And I tweeted this, and and I, I the president uh, Trump shared it from his Truth Social uh, account. But I do think that if I'm a Republican, I am hammering home. Wait a minute. Why did you not conduct an FBI raid? of all of Joe Biden's residences to see if he had any other papers from before he was president, right? Because right now you could justify him having classified documents while he's president. Yeah, he can have anything he wants and he can do anything with it, right. But these documents pre-exist his presidency. And one thing I don't know, Buck, this is a good question for you uh, and and maybe for a a privilege analyst out there, the vice president cannot declassify uh, he doesn't have that privilege, right? Correct. So when Biden was vice president, he couldn't declassify the documents that he has, which is one argument Trump has made as it relates to the documents in his possession. But if right. you then become president, can you declassify documents from when you were vice president? Yes. Or other? So he could argue, in theory, if, that's, if that uh, privilege exists and is retroactive, that he had somehow, priv- I don't know what the arguments well, would be see, legally. Oh, but hold on, yeah. because we would get, we would then use that. The funny thing here is that there's a template based on the exact arguments they were using against Trump. Remember, you had all these lawyers and attorneys general and you know people coming on TV who hate Trump to say he can't just wave his hand. There has to be a process. Yeah, right. That's there right. has to be a there has to be a paper trail. There has to be something to show that they're declassified. 
Well, in that case, I can assure you the Biden. First of all, the, the, can we just take a moment, Clay? The notion of a Biden think tank. Yeah, man, you know, we're thinking, sitting around. It's not a joke. There's thoughts, thoughts going together. Seven little chipmunks sitting on a branch. You know, I mean, it's crazy town that this even existed in the first place. But I, I think there's also an important point that comes out of all this, though, because, you know, we were going back and forth. We've had people on the show. I had two former attorney generals, uh, attorneys general, rather. It's always got to get that one right. Tell me they thought Trump as of August of this last year likely to be indicted in some relation to the Mar-a-Lago obstruction document yep. situation, right? Have you talked we to those th- people okay. since since this Biden news came out? Well, see, what, what I think is that people, since we didn't know about, you know, this is that factor that you can't take into account. You, neither you nor I nor anybody else involved in this who's not, you know, part of the DOJ right now knew that this was an outstanding issue. This changes the calculation in ways that we couldn't have known then, right? Because at some point this is going to come out. And so because they didn't want to, because they had the issue of the election and the not wanting to move right after this had happened or right around the, you know this information coming out, um, they may have put themselves into a situation where now the folks who thought Trump will be indicted would say, oh, no, now at this point, there's no way that they could pull that one off. Public opinion would be too against them. So I'm just saying this is, you know, we, we sit here, we analyze, we think about what's going to happen, and, you know, we even make bets. I think he'll be indicted. I don't think he'll be indicted. Well, if you, you know, you can't know what the real calculation is at the Merrick Garland DOJ if you don't know that this is going on, because this changes the game. This This ends, I think, the classified document portion of this the charges here now i think it puts more onus on the january 6th side of the investigation i mean if they want to really go the all in all along here has been fomenting insurrection charge a former president and at the time sitting president of the united states and current president candidate candidate right but charge that guy donald j trump with fomenting insurrection I, you know, Democrats are crazy. Are they that crazy? I I, I ask it openly. I don't know. I, I just... I thought, Buck, that classified documents was the easier charge to bring. Oh, for sure. By far. It's a process charge. So this, to me, this Biden screw-up takes that off the table, in my opinion. And now, I, I like, as, as recently as... Yesterday on the show, I would have said, I think they're going to try to charge Trump with something. I don't know. The the January 6th charges to me have always been more tenuous and more directly politically motivated. I think they're in a really tough spot now with these Biden revelations. Think about what it would require for them to bring a charge about the January 6th uh, situation against Trump. The administration that has clearly systematically violated the First Amendment rights of countless American citizens through collusion with Facebook and Twitter. And we know that beyond that administration that is the most Orwellian anti-First Amendment administration we've ever seen in our lifetime would then be criminalizing the First Amendment actions of a sitting president of the opposition party. That's well said. That's That's a a a tough that's a tough putt to sink. I exactly i'm with them on that one for sure you know legacy box folks that's the company we recommend for digitally transferring your family memories from videotapes to digital files and thumb drives 
There's a dedicated team of technicians at Legacy Box headquarters in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Some 200-plus people, every one of them trained to use their state-of-the-art technology to hand-transfer each of your videotapes, film reels, print photos, or whatever old media you send them. The whole process takes about three weeks' time start to finish. The end result is having the ability to watch, relive, and preserve all those priceless memories. Not only that, but you can easily share them with everyone in the family. Legacy Box has done this now for a million and a half families. They're leaders in this space, and they don't outsource like other companies. It's all done here in the U.S. in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Plus, their technology is second to none. They have an amazing operation going on. Make this a beginning-of-the-year project with Legacy Box. It'll be easy to accomplish it, and you can enjoy your most precious memories for years to come in digital format. All you have to do is get your tapes, film, and photos in order. They'll do the rest. Right now, you can get a discount at LegacyBox.com slash buck. Clay and I both use this for our families, our photos and, and experiences, film, you're going to love it. LegacyBox.com slash Buck. That's LegacyBox.com slash B-U-C-K. Making sense in an insane world. Clay Travis and Buck Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! 
and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Welcome back in. Hour number three, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We appreciate all of you hanging out with us. want to remind you, as we roll into the new year, you can go subscribe to the podcast. You can search out my name, Clay Travis. You can search out Buck Sexton. We are going to have podcast exclusives, cool things that you can only get if you are a podcast subscriber. And that then allows you to go back and listen to any part of the show that you might have missed. My wife listens to the show on 2x speed, so she has to listen to me talk less than normal. I'm told that that is somewhat popular out there that you can roll through the program and not have to, uh, to at the convenience of your day, whatever you may be doing, driving around. Maybe you're busy in the afternoon after the show ends. Maybe you're busy super early in the morning. Maybe you work late nights, whatever. You can bring the show to you and experience it at your convenience. Search out my name, Clay Travis. Search out Buck Sexton. So I cannot get over how amazing, if you were trying to design a story to perfectly reflect how partisan and histrionic and completely dishonest much of the left-wing media has become. Buck, I'm not sure you could come up with a better story than Joe Biden also having classified documents in his possession in flagrant violation of all standards for high uh, holding classified documents. Now, you and I know This led to the Mar-a-Lago raid. We had months of discussions surrounding how inappropriate Trump's behavior was. Some left-wing shills even suggested that Trump should get the death penalty. They said that this was totally, uh, like it excluded him from ever being able to be president again. And I asked our staff, Buck, you and I were talking off air after we opened the show. He said, there's got to be some good collections of audio to perfectly demonstrate this insane hypocrisy when it comes to dealing with classified documents. So let's have some fun diving through a collection. This is from uh, the first one here, August of 2022, John Avalon says that Trump now has to forfeit office, that he's disqualified from future office. I want you guys to be able to enjoy CNN's immediate reaction. Sounds like, based on CNN's reaction to Trump, Joe Biden has no other options but to resign the presidency immediately. Listen. There's a law in the book that directly relates to the destruction of official documents. And here's what it says, in part. Whoever willfully and unlawfully conceals, removes, mutilates, obliterates, falsifies, or destroys official documents shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than three years or both and shall forfeit his office and be disqualified from holding any office under the United States. You got that last part? The legal consequence of destroying official documents includes being disqualified from holding any office under the United States. Any office. That would seem to include the office of president of the United States. So destruction, to be fair, of documents is disqualifying. Having classified documents, as Joe Biden does, I think probably if we'd asked John Avalon, he would also say that's probably a disqualifying factor. First of all, when I was in the CIA, we would destroy all government the documents 
all the time. Just, just yeah. so everyone's very clear on how this isn't just as clear as, oh, you destroy a document, you go to prison forever. They have this thing called burn bags, where we would take documents that were classified, you put them in the burn bag, and then they're incinerated to destroy the... That's destroying documents. We do this all the time. So it's not as straightforward as just, oh, if you destroy it, obviously you don't keep all documents forever. Clay, none of this ever made sense. Uh, They told us, by the way, I mean, I'm looking back at August 12th of 2022 during the Mar-a-Lago, you know, oh, when, when the story came out, it was nuclear secrets. I tweeted out if they end up claiming that Trump had super duper secret documents in a locker in Mar-a-Lago, get ready for them to tell you the documents are way too secret for us to see. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what happened, by the way, because this was also obvious. Why, why would Trump go out of his way to have uh, you know, very sensitive national security information isn't something that you're going to want to hold on to for nostalgia purposes. It makes, I mean, when I mean very sensitive, I mean truly sensitive things that would be dangerous to public safety. Um, it's outrageous. The whole thing is completely insane. It never made any sense whatsoever. And now we're just seeing, I, I don't even like using the word hypocrisy because they don't care. That's the problem. Hypocrisy never bothers Democrats. They're like, yeah, we do it because we can. We have our media shills go, oh, my gosh, you can't hold office. Look at this. It's in the statute. We have them do that because we can, and we want to destroy you, and we don't care. We have no principles. That is the Democrat mantra. We still have to play, I think, some of this because I'm reading. These are great. Rachel Maddow reacting with joyful glee to the fact that Trump had classified documents. Here's Rachel Maddow uh, on MSNBC. Tomorrow is the day when you're going to want to buy the physical copy of the newspaper. You're going to want to buy it and fold it carefully, maybe put it in a little archival paper or parchment if you don't have that. Just put it away someday. You might, depending on how saucy you're feeling, you might want to just note, perhaps in archival ink in the margin of tomorrow's paper, note anniversary of Richard Nixon's resignation as president. People will get a kick out of that some, 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 some years down the road. Buy the newspaper. I wonder if she's going to tell her people today, Buck, got to go out and buy the newspaper now that Joe Biden has classified documents. And then our good buddy, how about Stephen Colbert, who's truly lost his mind. Here he was reacting when uh, Donald Trump had uh, had confidential documents. It may be hot outside, but in here, it's Christmas. Because <laughs> yesterday, we all got the present we wanted. FBI agents That's the most beautiful sentence America has ever produced. The most beautiful sentence America has ever produced, Buck. That's a, by the way, comedy show. It's uh, ostensibly that Stephen Colbert is reacting to the Mar-a-Lago raid. I wonder what he'll say about Biden now that all the documents he has. Isn't it also amazing that they compl- that they lecture us constantly about threats to our democracy? And and our institutions and they get all huffy and they tear up and they 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 think about some of the the, you know, grandmothers taking selfies outside the Capitol on January 6th. And they say it's worse than Pearl Harbor and all this other stuff. And they they think it's absolutely hilarious and justified to send the FBI in to the residence of a former president to see some old dusty documents that nobody gives a crap about. Give me a break does anyone really believe at this point clay that if there was super secret nuclear codes oh my gosh we're all gonna die in the in the mar-a-lago basement which nobody was even seeing anyway 
that someone wouldn't have leaked that now we wouldn't hear more about it they tried this oh it's the nuclear codes or you know the nuclear information or whatever it was i'm sure we would know a lot more if it was actually something that normal people would respond to with oh wow that's really reckless and a big problem no they can't let us know because if they did people would say they just use this as a pretext, like everything else with Trump, like the FISA warrants against his campaign, like the FBI Russia collusion special counsel investigation, like the impeachment, which you got right the first time around of the phone call, the impeachment, the second time around of what exactly saying things that Nancy Pelosi didn't like on the day of January 6th. It is never going to stop with these loons. They're never going to shut this down. And I do think for those of you who weren't with us in the first hour, This is significantly narrowing the route by which Merrick Garland can bring charges. Because if you missed the CNN revelation, they reported that Joe Biden had classified documents relating to Ukraine, uh, Iran, and the United Kingdom. The Ukraine story is going to be a mess for him. But this effectively takes the classified documents and what is going to happen for them off the table, right? Because I think ultimately what will end up happening now with this is Merrick Garland will come out and he will wag his finger about the importance of everyone involved in uh, in government respecting the security of classified documents. But, Buck, it's worth mentioning here, these were in the National Archives. You would know this better than a lot of people. Do we think... If it's so incredibly secret that the National Archives should be in control of this? Like, if it's really to the essence of, oh my God, our co- our government's future is at stake, why would we want the National Archives to have these, yes, right? W- like, w- What is the point of, if we're protecting sources and methods, which is correct. always what they fall back on with this, keeping something in the National Archives where it will just collect dust for how, whoever knows how long, um, for what for what purpose could it possibly serve? If it's about presidential records, fine, but there's no point in having presidential records that no one, including future historians, could review because it's too sensitive. And by the way, the way they do classification is by when there is a review date, and the review dates can be in 20 years, 50 years. You know, they can stretch these things out as long as they want. So, yeah, again, we get back to what purpose this is. But, but Clay, you know, it's funny because you and I know what the purpose was. Or rather, you know what this was all about. They have convinced their audience that Donald Trump, it's not just that they oppose him politically and they don't like him personally. He's a traitor and he's a criminal. Yes. And they have promised their audience, meaning the Democrat base and the Democrat Party, that he will be in handcuffs at some point. And even if they can't manage to slip those bracelets on him, they have to keep this story going. Let me look at Rachel Maddow. She has built the biggest career surge ever for herself, uh, you know, in the, in the history of her MSNBC show, et cetera, by constantly over-promising and just telling people stuff that's bullcrap. And the audience yeah. doesn't care because they just want to be told Trump is Hitler and we're going to get him. That's it. If you do that, you get ratings. You're treated like royalty in the left-wing media. That's all you have to do. It's very destructive. It's really quite divisive. Destructive of the brains of the imbeciles who watch this stuff and believe it. And it's also the big lie. People want to talk about the big lie as it pertains to Trump and people who might support him. The big lie all along has been that Trump was a Manchurian candidate, that Russia collusion, which 
six years after the fact, the Washington Post said, oh, yeah, there's nothing here. They haven't rescinded any of those Pulitzer Prizes. And what is so interesting to me about this is they, the, the left-wing media painted itself into a corner on classified documents. And they don't, I think we have one more clip uh, here to play a 30-second medley of them reacting gleefully all over the place. And then it turns out that Joe Biden's actually done it too. Let's play this one more further reaction of the hypocrisy. Tomorrow is the day when you're going to want to buy the physical copy of the newspaper. Because this is a night where you are going to remember where you were. Obviously, as big as big as stakes as you can have. Perhaps the orange jumpsuit is for is forthcoming. Vladimir Putin, he he doesn't believe in the rule of law. Uh, she doesn't. They all systematically work to break down the rule of law, just like Donald Trump. If I were like Donald Trump's lawyer right now, and thank God I'm not, um, I would be advising my client to be telling my family I am looking at jail time and we should you know, make plans accordingly. And what did I say? They promised their audience that Trump's going to prison. They've been doing this for years. They can't step down off that ledge. It's really actually at some level, Clay, that they've 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 created this serotonin feedback loop of I don't like Trump. Trump is awful. And so just tell them, tell the uh, tell the people that Trump is going to go to prison. Tell the libs that Trump is going to get frog marched out of Mar-a-Lago. And you do, and you get rewarded. And they never care that it never happens. They just want to keep hearing it. What about the taxes? They spent years like, oh, when the taxes come out, you're going to find out how disqualifying they were. They came out and like it was like a maybe a six-hour story. Yes. Nobody even cared. This is all tied into one of my broader theories, which is that to be a Democrat and a leftist today is a marker of deep emotional instability. But conversation for another time rising inflation volatile stock market wreaking havoc on retirement accounts there's a lot of economic uncertainty around and here's a suggestion check out the phoenix capital group this is awesome they're introducing investors to high value oil and gas investments here in the u.s with current yields ranging from eight percent to eleven percent apy paid monthly these are corporate bond offerings and they're open to all investors with annual interest paid monthly Phoenix Capital Group offers live webinars to learn about Phoenix's business structure, ways they offer security for the offerings, risks, and their financials. They host live Q&As where they'll answer all your questions. Sign up at investingwithphx.com or call 323-PHOENIX. Investment in bonds has a certain risk before making investment decisions. You should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Sign up today at investingwithphx.com. That's investingwithphx.com or Call 323-PHOENIX to connect. Clay and Buck, 24-7. Subscribe today. What came out in a lawsuit with regard to the Biden administration telling Facebook, censor some people. We had Tommy Laren on. She was one of the censored. That op-ed, which uh, was so widely shared and read, was uh, co-written by Janine Yunus, who is a litigation counsel at the new Civil Liberties Alliance. And Janine is with us now. Good to have you on. Thanks for having me. So, you know, we've been saying for a while that two things are going to come to light from this. One, I mean, meaning on this show, Janine, uh, that there there will be more uh, evidence of social media platforms engaging in partisan censorship in a, in a blatant and obvious and politicized way. Uh, and two, that it will be clear the Biden administration was all over this. 
Give us your sense of this. I mean, you're on the the front lines legally of trying to deal with some of the Biden administration overreach on this issue. What did you think when you saw some of the revelations in this lawsuit brought by the uh, attorneys general of uh, what is it, Missouri and Louisiana, I believe? Yeah. Yeah. So actually, I'm one of the attorneys on the lawsuit. I'm representing private plaintiffs. So that's how I uh, had access to that discovery uh, very early. So it actually I was so shocked by it. I spent the weekend writing the op ed (laughs) because I thought the public really needed to know about it. Um, I mean, our interest in it, we focus on suing the government. So we're not so uh, concerned with what tech companies are doing of their own volition. But our focus is whether the government is uh, driving social media censorship or telling the companies what or whom to censor, which we knew that they were because, you know, the government, various members of the administration had made statements saying that. And in earlier phases of discovery, we got a lot of documents showing, they, you know, they were saying censor this kind of thing, especially about COVID, you know, um, people who question whether masks and vaccines work. What the government has been saying is, oh, the companies want to do this, okay? They they want to stop COVID misinformation, and we're just helping them. We're telling them what kind of misinformation to stop. Now, I think that's a problematic from a First Amendment standpoint anyway, um, because the government shouldn't be able to work with private industry to accomplish, you know, censorship aims. But when the government is coercing the companies, that's uh, totally different. And I think the emails... We that came out on Friday, like sort of unequivocally established that that's what was going on, that this was coercion. So thanks for coming on the show. Your Wall Street Journal uh, editorial was absolutely phenomenal. And uh, it's up at Clay and Buck and both Buck and I have shared it uh, for people who want to read it. When you see all of this revelation, one of the questions Buck and I have had is, what does this accomplish? Obviously, putting it out there in public, the smoking gun evidence of clear intent to censor political rivals, not only for the factual information they were sharing, but oftentimes, too, just for opinions. What is the goal going forward? What should happen to keep this from continuing to happen, to keep it from happening in years ahead in your mind? So the goal is basically to get a court to recognize that the government can't uh, work with private companies or coerce them or pressure them in order to censor people based on viewpoint. So the law is clear that the government cannot censor people for expressing certain views. That's basically what the First Amendment says. Um, And... The government also can't use private companies to accomplish what it can't do directly, uh, because otherwise there would be no point in the Constitution. The government could just <laughs> circumvent all of it by hiring, you know, outsourcing to, to private companies. So what we're arguing here is that's effectively what's going on. And the the case. I guess law, sorry to cut you off. What's yeah, the no, redress no. here? Uh, like, what is the? What, so what's you, the yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. Yeah. The, yeah exactly. Uh, what, so yeah. <laughs> So um, what we want is a court to recognize that this is a First Amendment problem. We're, we're not asking for money, uh, but that it's a First Amendment violation so that going forward, the government can't do this. And going forward, so uh, it's hard to hold government officials personally accountable in lawsuits. They have what's called qualified immunity. But if there's clear law saying that they, they violated the law, then they can't get qualified immunity anymore. So that creates more incentives for them not to do it because they can be held personally responsible. So they can get fired. They can even, you know, owe money and stuff like that. Right. So yeah. it's really so important just, to establish. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, that's okay. I just wanted, so just, just for purposes of clarity, so if you get the court to rule that what was done here was a First Amendment violation, that is a, a necessary step, then, it seems, in creating the grounds for, you said, people, yeah, people could be terminated by the government, but I think the thing that would be even more uh, of a concern for them would be if they could be sued in their individual capacity for violating the rights of of individuals as a government employee. So is that possible? 
Yes. Could that be possible? possible? And so, yeah. So it's so the goal is sort of twofold to create good precedent going forward and also to you know make it so that these people can be held personally accountable, which will incentivize them not to you know just do it behind closed doors. And there's even some there are a couple of uh, law professors who come up with a theory about criminal charges for violations of First Amendment rights when it's very clear. So that could be a possibility, too. And I'm just wondering, what is the you know, you're, you're in this lawsuit. You're one of the lawyers on it. What's the other side saying? Like, yeah, you know, First Amendment, who needs it? Like, what is the counter argument that they're making? Their argument is that the companies want to do this. So the companies want to censor misinformation. They've been doing, they did that before the Biden administration came into office. And, uh, they, that they can work, they're allowed to work together to accomplish mutual aims of stopping the spread of COVID misinformation. Wow. So, so basically, this really comes down to whether the government I mean, so, so they're going to claim that the government can even say, hey, had you guys looked at this, you need to shut this person down. And if Facebook is like, yeah, we totally want to shut that person down, then that's OK. It's not. <laughs> but uh, as I said, the case law is a little bit hazier, I think, because there's not a lot of this in the First Amendment context. I could go on forever and I'd bore everybody, but um, pr- uh, sort of put succinctly before social media, there just wasn't a way that private companies and the government could work together to sort of silence Americans en masse. So I think it's it's created a new terrain. And so there's just not a lot of directly on-point case law. But what I've been sort of analogizing to is the Fourth Amendment. Uh, the government clearly cannot hire private companies to go break into your home, for instance, because they don't have a warrant. And so likewise, they shouldn't be able to outsource their censorship activities to private companies. Yeah, Janine, the argument I've been making for for years now is most people out there would acknowledge what China does is wrong, right? That you shouldn't be able to restrict in general like they do in China. For instance, you can't look up Tiananmen Square. You can't go on the Weibo app, which is basically China's equivalent of Twitter, my understanding is, and say anything the Chinese government doesn't like. They will directly censor you. What effectively is happening right now with the Biden administration is they're getting to the same result as the authoritarian regime in China, but they're using the tech companies to do what they would not be able to do under our own constitution, right? I think most people kind of understand that. Now, when you look and see all of the things that are being put in writing, I I read your editorial and I've read some of the documents that you've uncovered what these Biden administration officials are willing to say in email and what uh, this I thought was extraordinary. I'm sure you did, too. When you would look at what, for instance, Jen Psaki would say, she admitted that they were doing this. But then the emails out there for both Facebook, YouTube, for all these, even yourself had to be sometimes staggered, I think, at the direct blatant nature of this censorship. Oh, absolutely. That's why I wrote the op-ed. I was so shocked. I mean, this is uh, really people on a power trip, I think, who think that they can do anything. This guy, Rob Flaherty, in particular, is really shameless in the way that he's, you know, berating and very aggressive with these tech companies and saying, basically, you're not doing, you know, you're not doing what I want. Do what I want or else. And, uh, you know, this is, as you identified, this is how authoritarian regimes work, not free democracies. And I think one thing I think, one reason I think this case is so important is is it sort of shows why we have a First Amendment. Lots of people instinctually think, oh, well, we should be censoring misinformation, you know, if people say the vaccine has a microchip or whatever. But the problem is, you know, someone has to make those decisions. And where do you start drawing the line? And we, you know, our clients are top scientists, Jay Bhattacharya and Martin Kuldorf, top epidemiologists, some of the most cited (laughs) experts in the world who are being censored on the topic of their expertise at the behest of the government. And that's not what should be happening in a free society. 
It's great work you're doing. Really appreciate you joining us. Janine Eunice, uh, she had that op-ed at the Wall Street Journal, which we have up at clayandbuck.com, and she's litigation counsel at the New Civil Liberties Alliance. Janine, come back uh, and tell us how it goes. I sure will. Thank you so much for having me. She's doing incredible work, Buck. I mean, that that op-ed, if people have not read it, it's staggering. Credit to the Wall Street Journal for publishing it to she and her compatriots who are doing these lawsuits. Really encourage you guys to go check that out because it's eye-opening. Uh, look, got to tell you, are you one of those people that hope for the best but plan for the worst? And if so, have you put together an emergency food plan for yourself and your family? Look, this is not crazy. If you went through 2020, heck, if you've been trying to find baby food, how about Tylenol? There's shortages of all sorts of products out there, the likes of which we've never seen before. Why not go ahead and have food insurance for your family? That's exactly what My Patriot Supply does. They have emergency food kits prepared in such a way they can be stored for years before you have to use them. I've got this in my house right now, just in case, for my family. We're all taken care of. Three-month emergency food kit that you can save $200 on, get the exact same thing in your house that I have in mind. This will give you a wide variety of delicious breakfast, lunch, dinners, drinks, snacks, Enough to feed one person for three whole months. And you can't lose when you save $200 per kit. Go to preparewithclayandbuck.com to grab this discount right now. That's preparewithclayandbuck.com right now. Save $200 per three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. That's preparewithclayandbuck.com. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck, a new podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Meet Kelsey. When she found out she was pregnant, she wasn't sure where to turn. But after meeting with the counselors at a pre-born network clinic, they welcomed her and supported her and provided her with a free ultrasound. Kelsey heard her baby's heartbeat and she chose life. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son, who is now five years old today. He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. By introducing a woman to her baby on an ultrasound, a baby's chance at life doubles. Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies. To donate, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby. 
or donate securely at preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K, sponsored by Preborn. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and a top-tier data security system. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Just go to puretalk.com slash buck and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash buck to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Second hour of Clay and Buck gets going right now, everybody. Thanks for joining us here from all across the country. Got Biden made his trip to the border on Sunday. Updated you on that one yesterday. Spent some time going over how, well, while they'll talk about it, nothing is going to change at the border right now for the better. If anything, it'll get worse, and that is because they do not they do not want it to change. Democrats do not want the tidal wave of illegality, illegal migrants, illegal drugs, all kinds of illegal human trafficking and smuggling and all sorts of things going on. They're not trying to stop all of that uh, because the lawlessness at the border is politically in line with their ideology and their long-term goals. So they talk about it. They're not going to stop it. That is clear at this point. And today you have Biden down in uh, Mexico meeting with Trudeau and the president of Mexico, the president or prime, wait, Prime Minister of Canada, President of Mexico. Always got It's always it is tough, man, to keep your presidents versus your prime ministers straight. You know, it's like similar but different. Anyway, um, we have a Biden meet with a number of individuals down there, and there seems to be a particular interest in pushing the um, the green agenda these days. You're going to see a lot more of this. Clay, have you heard, for example? Have you heard that they're now thinking about, and this is from CNN Today, banning gas stoves? Yes. New gas stoves? Here we have uh, Stuart Varney over on Fox News. It's like, how much crazier can they really get? Play clip 20. We're going to bring you the story of the government considering banning gas stoves. And the bottom line there is because gas stoves use nat gas, that's a fossil fuel, they don't like it, they're thinking about banning it. I mean, is there any end to this? No, look, they've already taken away your fossil fuel or trying to take away your fossil fuel combustion eating engine without ever having a vote on it, right? They've now tried to get rid of your cattle. Look what's happening in yep. Holland with ESG and methane. And now they're going after how you cook the beef that they're taking away from you. Where does it stop? You know, Clay, now that they don't have covid to use in quite the same way, although there's still some COVID holdouts and some lunacy on the left with this. But climate change is the issue that allows them to endlessly harass you, pointlessly and endlessly harass you in every aspect of your life, what you eat, 
how warm or cold your home is, how you cook your food, what products you can buy, what cars you can drive. And this really is people often talk about the uh, the elites and the globalists. And I, I talk about the apparatus. This is the religion of the apparatus. This is the religion of the Biden regime, because otherwise they don't really have a religion. And so they push this nonsense. They push this stuff. I wish there had been more of a reckoning for them on the price of gas and what they've been doing to the oil markets going into the midterms. But I think you're going to see some pretty loony stuff pushed by these Democrats in the months ahead on this issue in particular. What's the worst? I bet we could open up phone lines and get some incredible calls. But what's the worst thing that has been banned and replaced by something that is nowhere near as good? I'll give you two that I see. One is light bulbs. My wife makes fun of me sometimes, but like when I'm in a hotel room now, they have so limited the amount of light that these light bulbs give off that if I'm trying to read something, I will sometimes take the lampshade off and drag it over beside like the bed or or the couch so that I can actually see to read. Have you noticed this with some of these light bulbs? I mean, once I get to be your age, I think this will be a problem. <laughs> But I, I will say, yeah, obviously light bulbs are much worse than they used to be. Um, there are a whole range of products that, you know, the, the whole um, my second air dryer paper, paper straws, paper oh, straws yeah. are the worst invention. Moronic. You, I mean, they 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 are completely useless. My favorite thing about the religion of the Greens, the Green New Deal yes. religion, whatever you want to call it, the climate change ideology is how often they make people do things only to find out that it actually is worse for the environment oh, than the thing that they replaced. Paper bags, an example of this. You know, they've banned. Oh, here, you know, I'm down in Florida right now. You know what we have in stores? Plastic bags. Yes. Plastic bags is a thing. You know where you don't have that anymore? New York City. No plastic bags. And I think for groceries, there's like one or two exceptions. But you... You got to use paper bags, i.e., you know, your gallon of milk uh, just breaks, goes right through the bottom. It's it just as yeah. sure as day goes right through the bottom. And you look like an idiot out there on the streets. You're like, it's not my fault. It's because of the well, bad. I think about the-, the moms but- out there running around trying to go get groceries and you got the paper bag and it just rips or either that or you're trying to hold it by the handle or whatever, you know, like and it just fall. It just rips it out because it's paper. I'm going right? to tell you something. I was I was on my little scoot scooter at one point. Yes. With some groceries and paper bags. And I thought I was pretty slick because I'm like, look at this. I'm like my own mobile grocery delivery service. And I came around a corner and I'm telling you at exactly, you know what a yard sale is in skiing? I don't ski, but you know, a yard sale is when someone just completely wipes out and their clothing is all over. Oh, I've never even heard over. that phrase. I mean, really? I've seen it. I didn't know oh, what it was yeah. called. Yeah. Yeah, they call it a yard sale with someone like their like, hat is leave, over here like and their gloves. Is... All scat. Oh, yeah, I get it. That's not bad. I did a grocery yard sale, my paper bag, and like all across 8th Avenue, just like, blah, splayed everywhere. I had stray oranges flying around. I had a <laughs> gallon of milk, almost hit an old lady in the face. Like, I, And the thing is, I never forget these things because it is so stupid, and yet we are made to do this by people who think they are so smart. And on the paper bag issue, not only are you cutting down trees for that, as we all know, but the weight of paper bags is so much substantially higher than plastic bags that they believe that in the usage and the transport of the paper bags, you're using more fossil fuels. Anyway, recycling, don't even get me started. These people oh, are completely out of recycling. their minds. Yes. 
recycling. I, I, by the way, I've been saying this forever. Like, I'm pretty sure I was in preschool. I was like, why are we recycling? Like, this is the my dumbest wife gets thing. Ma- my wife gets mad at me because she'll separate recyclables, and then I just put them in the regular garbage. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, this is worthless. Buck, how about masks? How about the amount of waste for all those people out there, these disposable masks that we suddenly have created billions of? Those things aren't easily biodegradable, right? Like while they're worried about paper, about straws, there's no telling how many dolphins we've killed with these I masks. Mean, I was going to say, there are seagulls limping all over the beach because they got your stupid N95 that you use two times before you realize how gross and dumb it is to use anyway. But, but anyway, I was talking this because Biden... Oh, actually, I got, I got one more thing before we get to Biden. Get back to Biden in a second. You know how you talked about the light thing? So yeah. have you noticed that people now are really comfortable using their their phone light in public places? As a but flashlight. They don't pay, yeah, but they don't pay attention to the fact that they'll just flash it in your eyes. Like, you know, it, it might as well be a little laser beam. Like, they, they, I go to restaurants now, everybody, public safety announcement, you have to point the flashlight at the menu you can't just like have it you know waving it around your hand like Like a wizard with a magic wand you you know what i've noticed too speaking of these have you noticed that the iphone if you're on an airplane in particular is where i've noticed it the screen can catch the sunlight and refract it and it is blind have you has this happened to you like where somebody's sitting on you know it could be like a, a diagonal and they've got their uh they've got their you know uh window shade raised and if they catch they're looking if they catch the sunlight in a certain way it refracts off of that and i i swear to god it's completely blinding reflects or refracts is it what's the difference between a refract and a reflect i don't know we got some we got some visual nerds who are it, throwing it, the answer it, at there us. there probably is a difference because the words are different but it either refracts or I think a reflection would be something that it's showing you. I think a refraction would be something that is happening to me. Like this light source is like pummeling my eyes. Am I correct in the way that the the, the reflection to me is like I'm looking into a, a, a river or a body of water and I can Refla- see myself. Refract is when the light enters and bends. Reflect is when the light comes back. That's what I, I just. I just googled ref- that. I, I don't even know if that's. I think good. it's refracting. Then am, am I the? Tweet me right now if this has happened to you. Am I the only crazy person that has had this happen to me on an airplane where suddenly somebody is like sitting by the by the window, their iPhone? I've noticed it could be an i, you know, like a glass case. I think is what it is basically. Though, and it will blind you if it's reflecting, and you like you suddenly yeah. look at it. I'm I've had that on the plane. I know what you're talking about with the iPhone where where you get the reflection off the iPhone. And I'll just go on the record now. If I, if there's ever like a TMZ incident and I'm in a big argument with somebody at a restaurant, nine time 90 percent chance it's because they were flashing that stupid light right in my eyes in a restaurant. They'll do it for like 10 minutes, too. They're just waving the flashlight around in their hand. I, I'm amazed at how people don't pay attention to this. Back to Biden, as we figure out refract versus reflect. Here he is. Play 24, clean energy powerhouse of the world. Play it. What we should be doing, and we are doing, is demonstrating the unlimited economic potential that we have when we work together and in the hemisphere and to help the entire hemisphere. Um, and uh, there's a lot we're going to be talking about, including uh, clean energy. Uh, we should be the clean energy powerhouse of the world. 
Um, that's not hyperbole. I, I genuinely mean that. Clean energy powerhouse of the world. You know, he's usual, not hyperbole. No, what we actually need is to become the natural gas powerhouse of the world. We need to use the resources at our disposal that are efficient and that we all rely on. And that would help the economy. It would help national security. You know, it, it's something that Democrats don't get nearly enough uh, criticism for, that their obsession with windmills doesn't just cost us at the pump, doesn't just cost us when you look at your bank account every month, but also it aids many of the worst regimes in the world by keeping the price of gas high. A lot of the places that we wish had less sway in, in global affairs, including Russia, obviously. Why has why has everything we've tried financially against Russia, Clay, basically been, you know, shooting a BB gun on a freight train? Because they are a natural gas and oil superpower. They're yes. not a superpower as a country, but they are a natural gas and oil superpower. And people still want that, no matter how much they have five Ukraine flags up. Saudi Arabia is the best of bad options for where we should be getting our oil and gas, right? Uh, because otherwise, it's Argentina, which is a, a, a total mess. Or sorry, Venezuela. Um, and then you've got, sorry to the Argentinians out there, congratulations on the World Cup. Uh, and then you've got uh, you've got Iran, and you've got Russia. So Saudi Arabia is the best of a bad option. The best by far is our own independent energy sources creating as much oil and gas as possible. You know, data breaches happen all the time. Big ones get reported like the one at Twitter that just occurred in the second half of 2021. We're just learning those details now with news of some 200 million email addresses stolen. Not just passwords stolen, uh, but credit card information. It's enough for cyber thieves to pretend to be you. They're getting so much of your info out there. It's happening all the time. LifeLock will detect and alert you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own, like loans taken out in your name, for instance. If you become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based LifeLock restoration specialist will work to fix it. Now, remember, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Identity theft protection starts here. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code CLAY. That's my name, C-L-A-Y. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go online to lifelock.com. Use my name as the promo code. That's CLAY, C-L-A-Y, for 25% off. You want this protection. Trust me, lifelock.com. Today, use my promo code, CLAY. Truth after truth, you can handle the truth. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tunnel Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiance who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home 
relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel the Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. Exploreminnesota.com backslash live.